Hello and welcome to another episode of Secondhand Stories. This is a place where I tell you stories. What kind? Well, histories, mysteries and unbelievistries. Today's story is uh, pretty much a history and a mystery. It is a, such a strange and bizarre story and it is a prequel to a more better known story. It's a strange occurrence that took place in India during the British era specifically in 1857 here we go our story begins in the year 1857 it's the early months of this year and the british are ruling over india they've been ruling over india since they won this decisive battle in 1757 a whole 100 years ago and the magistrate of mathura a man called mark thornhill enters his office and finds something extremely bizarre lying on his desk on his desk are four chapatis he doesn't know what to make of this so he starts inquiring about this and he is told that these chapatis were brought in by a policeman the policeman claims that he got it from a village chokidar and the chokidar has an even more bizarre story to tell the chokidar says that a man emerged from the jungle carrying four chapatis he handed it over to the village chokidar and said take these and then make four new chapatis and pass it on to the next village the chokidar was confused and didn't know what to make of this so he immediately reported it to the police the police then brought these chapatis to mark thornhill and that's how the magistrate found these chapatis lying on his desk the meaning and purpose of these chapatis was still unknown but the next day mark thornhill would find out that there were similar reports coming from other districts as well and pretty soon he starts reading in the newspaper that this was happening all across upper india now the british start investigating they look into these chapatis and they find that there's nothing out of the ordinary about them they are perfectly normal chapatis there's no code there's no writing there's no message there's nothing when they tear open the chapatis there's nothing stuffed inside them either they're just plain old rodis the british though are spooked they are ruling over a country that's extremely vast that has innumerable languages countless customs things that they don't fully understand and when this movement begins where chapatis are being passed on from village to village the britishers feel like there is a conspiracy afoot they inspect these chapatis minutely they look into the shape they look into the size they look into the flour that's used but nothing can give them a clue as to what's going on however they do know that in their history they have encountered rebellions that have begun by the passing of food or objects 
so they're extremely suspicious that there is something brewing in the country and they don't know what it is the other reason why the british were so paranoid about these chapatis was because of the frightening pace with which these chapatis were being spread across the country the estimate was that these chapatis were traveling at the speed of 100 miles a night some even put it at 200 miles a night which meant these chapatis were traveling faster than the fastest british mail in addition they found out that 90000 chaukidars were involved in this pass in the parcel it was a staggering feat and the very opacity of this movement was causing a lot of problems for the british the british begin investigating the causes and it's a very difficult thing to do they have to trace these chapatis back all the way and eventually they're able to narrow it down to these chapatis coming from indore and that's when they get their first major breakthrough they find out that there was an outbreak of cholera in indore and through this one clue they are able to figure out one possible theory they find out that there was a ritual in india at this time which was called chalauwa now this ritual basically was a ritual that was done to ward off disease in this ritual they used to symbolically transfer this disease into an object or a food item and it was passed on as a metaphor for taking this disease away from the village this had happened numerous times in the country like for example there's a place called nimach and nimach had faced cholera twice and both times there had been a distribution of rotis from one village to the next in avadh there was a cattle disease that had broken out and again chapatis were distributed and the thought was that the disease would end when the chapatis reached haridwar so the britishers felt that this could possibly be a good enough explanation for why the chapatis were being spread curiously enough what tended to happen was that a lot of the chaukidars they examined and interrogated the chaukidars would have very little to say about the chapatis or their meaning and another hypothesis emerged which was that there was a cause which had started this chain of chapatis but much like chinese whispers over time people had forgotten the message and so just through momentum a blank message of chapatis was being spread from village to village this particular idea was supported by a very curious fact and the fact was that a lot of indians also could not tell you why the chapati movement began in fact there was a certain section of society that had a completely different interpretation as to why the chapatis were being sent and they believed that the british government was behind it this particular idea came from an incident that took place in march of 1857 in march of 1857 one indian merchant had sent several tons of atta from merat to kanpur and he sold this atta at a suspiciously low rate now because the rate was so low people began talking and the rumors started escalating further when 
a few weeks later he sends another shipment and sells it again for much lower than everybody else so the rumor that starts flying around is that this merchant has adulterated the atta with cow and pig bone dust now the mill that this merchant owned it was investigated officials went there a munshi went there and they found nothing out of the ordinary but once the rumor started they did not stop and these rumors were the basis around which a lot of people felt that the british were behind the chapati movement as well they felt that the britishers were adulterating these rotis with cow and pig bone dust and the reason behind that was anybody who ate these rotis if they were hindu or muslim they would have their religion made impure once they were impure the community would ostracize them and it would be easier for the british to bring them into the christian fold so that was the reason that a lot of people felt that the british government was behind the chapati movement now food has been extremely intimately linked with religion and identity it's the basis of who we are it's something we do every single day and it's very hard to remove food from those attachments so which is why you can imagine how emotionally charged people can get when it comes to food and it would be this sentiment that would carry forward into an incident that takes place later in 1857 in 1857 the british introduced a new rifle to their army the rifle was called the enfield rifle now this rifle came with a paper cartridge and to load this rifle you had to bite off the top of this cartridge pour the gunpowder into the muzzle of your gun put the bullet in and then ram it together and then fire now the reason you had to tear it open was because you had the gun in one hand which is why it was easier to tear it off with your teeth now the problem was that this cartridge used to be greased and in britain and elsewhere they used to use tallow or lard tallow comes from cows and lard comes from pigs and if these cartridges were greased with tallow or lard the british knew that it would cause massive problems in the country so they had tried to avoid using these items and also they had given the soldiers an option later on that they could avoid biting the cartridge off with their teeth and they could tear it with their hands instead but this change came too late by then rumors had already started spreading that these cartridges had cow fat or pig fat in them and which is why the hindu soldiers and the muslim soldiers both felt that their religion was being attacked and it led to an uprising in 1857 that was started by a certain mangal pande and then after may 1857 these uprisings broke out in many other parts of the country historians have tried to link the chapati movement to the uprising of 1857 it's not been conclusively proven however the timing could not be more tantalizing we don't know whether the chapati movement began because it was a ritual to ward off cholera 
or if it was a british conspiracy to convert people or if it was a hidden message that led to a mass uprising what we do know for sure though is that in india we are capable of making anything viral including chapatis so that's the story of the chapati movement uh, i hope you enjoyed it if you did then please leave a like and a comment let me know what other stories you'd like to cover in the comment section below as usual this episode is brought to you by my career if you'd like to support my career then please check the description for ticket links of shows i'll be doing one last thing each and every one of these stories is recorded in front of a live audience in case you'd like to be a part of these live recordings then do consider becoming a member of the channel it helps support the channel and also it's a whole bunch of fun uh, as you can see from these guys hi guys so that's it from this story until next time take care and bye bye